Welcome to Good Body's Market Pulse update for the 4th of October 2021. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Soares. Good morning, Bernard. Uh, We got a slightly weaker end to Q3 compared to the previous two quarters. Could you take us through maybe what drove that? I suppose that there were three issues on people's minds coming towards the, uh, the end of the quarter. The main one was sort of the Fed's announcement of the tapering timetable, uh, that there will be an announcement in November and probably starts at, at the start of next year. Uh, so that has driven bond yields up uh, over the last sort of week to 10 days. Um, and we've seen 10-year yields rise across the globe between you know, 10 and 20 basis points. And that, that put down with pressure on equity markets. That's probably the major driver of it. Uh, then we have two subsidiary stories. Uh, one is, again, the Evergrande in China um, and whether that gets resolved or not or is there contagion from that. Uh, so that was back on people's mind as they passed on some uh, bond repayments. And then lastly is the, the spiking in the energy prices and power prices um, and whether that sort of, again, fuels the inflation um, pressures around the globe and leads to, to longer-term inflation. So I think they were the three things that unsettled uh, markets, both both fixed income and equities, as we travel to the end of the quarter. That's great, Bernard. But what are we thinking now? Where do we go from here? Um, I suppose we'd be a little bit more comfortable. We've we've seen asset prices come down somewhat, and there was they were elevated, and probably an element of complacency around. So a couple of things that were getting out of the way: the arrival of tapering. We we had to get there. If we didn't if we didn't get to tapering, then that means the economic expansion wasn't going on. So we had to get to that point, and we're getting to it now, and we get the emotional uh, impact of that out of the way. Um, I, I think the Chinese authorities have made it fairly clear that they, that they, they won't let the debt issue become a, a, a major problem. So um, there'll be short-term focus on it, but we think that will be contained. Energy prices, um, yeah, they're, uh, that, that surprises a little bit, the resurgence again in the energy prices. Um, probably elevation in the short term because people are worried about the winter and whether winter impacts on that. And then we have to see whether supply uh, comes comes on the other side. So uh, OPEC uh, will be meeting this week or OPEC Plus will be meeting this week. So there could be supply to offset some of the pressures that are there. Uh, but other developments through last week actually uh, made us a bit more comfortable. And um, if we travel back to August, people would have been worried about the Delta variant uh, disrupting uh, economies. And we did see signs of it in the Asian economies and we saw signs in the US economy, not so much in Europe. Uh, but actually the releases for September show um, the Chinese Caxon PMI, which was below 50, back at 50. So we're uh, back, got moving back to expansion territory. Same for Asia X China. The PMIs have gone above 50 at the last reading. So again, they were down below 50. So actually... Uh, outside the debt issues, uh, the, the economy seemed to be uh, recovering quite nicely in, in Asia, including China. Um, and then in the US, we had a strong ISM figure, better than people expected. And a lot of indicators, uh, such as uh, restaurant bookings, credit card receipts, they're showing activity actually building a recovering in September as the Delta variant came under control. Uh, so, the economic background, I think, actually looks a little bit better than we may have thought a month ago. <clears throat> we seem to have traveled through that Delta variant uh, quite well. Uh, what we have now in 
coming up is the Q3 reporting season um, and sentiment is fairly low in equity markets. So actually a good reporting season could could lift us uh, somewhat and we would expect again another strong earnings season. Uh, so actually we think so, some of the factors uh, that, that are developing over the next couple of weeks could actually come in to support uh, equity markets from here. Great, Bernard. And but so taking all of this together, what does it mean for a portfolio strategy? Yeah, as we've been saying for a long time, we have been overweight equities. Uh, we think the economic expansion is in place. Um, got relief now that the Delta variant is not uh, going to cause much disruption to that. And indeed, we have news now on an oral version um, of an antiviral treatment, which gives, again, another further boost uh, to the reopening. Uh, across the developed world and, and indeed in Asia as well, we'll have uh, reopening there. So, uh, yeah, overweight equities and I think some of the recent developments outside of the energy complex that we, we'll have to watch. Other than that, developments have been fairly possible to support uh, an equity-orientated um, asset allocation. Thanks very much, Bernard. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to goodbye.ie forward slash insights.